Hi, I'm Emma, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and you're listening to the Therapy in a Nutshell podcast. It's my mission to create easy to understand educational content about therapeutic skills and topics that anyone can use in their daily life. I hope these episodes bring you more insight into how your mind works and what actions you can take to improve your mental health. Each podcast episode comes from a corresponding video you can find on the Therapy in a Nutshell YouTube channel. Also, these podcasts are educational and don't replace the advice or direction you may be receiving from a therapist or other health professional. Now let's jump into today's skill. Your brain is not designed to make you happy. It's made to keep you alive. And in order to do that, it's got some built-in biases, including a negativity bias that literally filters what you see, what you pay attention to, what you notice in your life. And this is why you might feel like everything is getting worse all the time. This bias fuels depression and anxiety, and this thinking pattern might make you see the glass as half empty. So in this video, you'll learn how to catch yourself in the negativity bias and how to interrupt that story so that you can be healthier and happier. Okay, this is an oldie, but a goodie. Check out this YouTube video. This is an awareness test. How many passes does the team in white make? The answer is 13. But did you see the moonwalking bear? It's easy to miss something you're not looking for. Now there are always thousands of pieces of information that your brain could process at any one time, but it uses attention to choose what to focus on. Your brain is literally processing sensory stimuli, internal sensations, thoughts, and feelings all at once. But you don't notice the vast majority of the things around you because you have selective attention. Like right now, you're hopefully paying attention to me but there's a million things you could put your attention on. So shift your attention to your breathing. Now shift your attention to the way your shirt feels on your body. Now to the roof of your mouth. What does that feel like? Now notice any sounds. Now pay attention to the source of light in your room. Now all of these things were here all the time, but you didn't notice them or you weren't noticing them because your attention was hopefully here. <laughs> Now, trouble abounds everywhere, but goodness abounds everywhere too. Your assumptions create your reality. What you pay attention to, you get more of. Your brain literally makes more neural pathways about the things you pay attention to. So if you notice a lot of dangerous or anxiety-provoking things, it's gonna make more pathways for stressful, dangerous, or anxiety-provoking things. But your brain also has a built-in feature, a built-in bias meant to keep you alive. So. Let's take a look. Let's just check this out. What do you notice? What stands out to you? Write it in the comments. Now, I'm gonna change the picture. Now what do you notice? 
If you're like most people, the spiders also stood out to you in the second picture, even though the flower was brighter and more detailed than in the previous picture. So why is that? Your brain has a built-in feature called negativity bias. It's a cognitive phenomenon where people tend to pay more attention to, remember more vividly, and be influenced more strongly by negative information compared to positive or neutral information. This bias is believed to have evolutionary roots, where our ancestors needed to be hyper-aware of potential threats and dangers in their environment for survival. So let's say, for example, that your ancestor was in an open field with 100 delicious watermelons and one saber-toothed tiger. Which one would they focus on? In order to survive, you had to selectively filter out the positive opportunities and pay attention to dangers. This is called negativity bias or risk aversion bias. Your brain is not designed to make you happy. Your brain is designed to keep you alive long enough to reproduce. Focusing on negative stimuli helps us respond quickly to avoid harm or dangerous situations. However, in modern times, this bias can lead to a skewed perception of reality and an increased sensitivity to negative events or news. You can notice this mental filter when people say things like, kids these days are worse than ever. Okay, people have literally been saying this since Aristotle, at least. It's like our brain is wired to notice how bad things are. Uh, people might say, everyone is so mean, or he never takes out the trash, or nobody likes me. I mean, which, which YouTube comments do you think stand out? The dozens of positive ones or the one really nasty one? Okay, here's another one. This world is going downhill fast. Everything is awful. Well, no. Now that you know about negativity bias, which is our mental filter, which news stories do you think most people click on? Everything seems fine in these 10,000 cities. Or, holy cow, there's flooding in this one city. After learning to watch for this, you will see it all over the news. So for example, in the last year in my state, we saw a series of stories like this. Utah is in a terrible drought. Utah's terrible drought continues. Utah's gonna dry up and everyone's gonna die, right? Like Utah's in this terrible drought over and over again. And then in the middle of the summer, there was a story that ran like this. Utah just got a ton of rain, but it probably won't do much good in this terrible drought. And then um, pray for snow. And then Utah just got a ton of snow. Oh wow, the snow continues. Utah's having a record-breaking snow year. Okay, uh-oh, look at the collapsed roofs in this one place. Oh yeah, we're not in a drought anymore. Utah just got a ton more snow. Um, but now let's worry about flooding. Everything's gonna be destroyed by flooding. Everyone needs to worry about flooding. Look, this one street was destroyed by flooding. Okay, now it's summer, it's really hot. Let's talk about how awful the heat is again. Okay, now I, I do wanna say, some of you are probably gonna comment right now, but what about climate change? I, I get it about climate change. But if the news media actually cared about climate change, they would run educational stories about how to limit your emissions or advocate with your congressman or how to decrease commercialism, right? But instead, the news focuses on the sensational stories because they know about this negative bias in your brain and they know they can make you look which means click, which means they make more money by running frightening stories. A story about, hey, let's change out your lawnmower to an electric one is just not going to make them as much money as, holy cow, check out this one place where something bad is happening. You can tell I get a little bit worked up about this and I do it because 
Our media consumption feeds our negativity bias. They profit off of our negativity bias. And our negativity bias feeds depression and anxiety. And then they get to make money by running stories about the anxiety epidemic, right? The thing is, most of us don't even notice it. That's how a bias works. If you believe that every single aspect of the world today is worse than in the past, may I remind you about polio, smallpox, um, people dying from tooth infections because dentistry and antibiotics weren't available. I'm not saying that there aren't bad things happening now. I just believe that it's negativity bias that says things are worse than they've ever been. Back to my main idea. Negativity bias doesn't just impact our emotions. It also messes with our relationships, politics, and our decision making. People might find it challenging to let go of any negative experiences. We might ruminate on them more often and we might feel the emotional impact of negative events more intensely compared to positive ones. Also, if we feel bad, it's easy to look for reasons that we feel bad. So this is called emotional reasoning and we're gonna talk more about this in another video. But PMS is a good example of this, right? Your body starts to feel like crap and all of a sudden you're scanning, you're looking for reasons why you feel this way. And pretty, pretty soon you believe that the real problem is your husband, right? He didn't put out the trash or something. And this is important, right? Because anxiety literally sensitizes our brain to be more anxious. When we feel anxious, we're more likely to scan for danger and notice things that we perceive as threatening. And then we'll feel more anxious and the spiral continues. So we have to be aware of this mental filter, this negativity bias, if we wanna manage anxiety. Chronic anxiety or trauma also makes our brain more vigilant to threats. So this seems kind of unfair. The more anxious you are, the more likely you'll see threats everywhere and feel more anxious. Now, this also might be a learned habit in addition to our biological predisposition to it. It might be a learned habit that you use to protect yourself. So for example, let's say your parent was abusive or critical or unpredictable. Let's say that three days a week they were neutral, one day a week they were scary, and two days a week they were super nice. If each time they were nice, if you really dwelled on that and that's all you focused on, the next time they were scary, it would hurt more. So you filter out the memories of them being nice, you focus on safety and self-protection, you minimize memories of, of them being nice, and you highlight the negative. And this keeps you from feeling too vulnerable and hurt. It's a protective mechanism that kept you safe as a child, but it isn't working so well as an adult. Mental filtering literally changes your memory. You literally won't remember positive things that happened. Mental filtering directly impacts how you feel. If you don't wanna feel sad and mad and bad all the time, you have to take intentional action to see the positive. The habitual way we think is like ruts in a road. And to get out of those ruts, we have to work hard to change direction. And, and the hardest part about this is because this is a bias, we don't notice that we're doing it. We think this is just how the world is and we believe this filtered perspective. Mental filtering is a lesser evolved defense mechanism. It works a little, it might keep you alive, but it makes you miserable a lot. So if it feels like reality, how will you know that you're doing it? It can be hard to break the negativity bias cycle, but you can do it, and here's how. First thing you need to do is learn to notice your patterns. Because by definition, we don't notice our own biases, you'll probably need to ask the people around you 
or a therapist for insight on this. What kind of situations trigger this for you? You've got to get an outside perspective because we really do believe what we think. It's literally hard to see it differently. And it might also be helpful to check a list of common mental filters in the workbook to see if you can recognize any of them in yourself. And then the second thing I would say is take breaks from negative information sources. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Third, slow it down. Get good at cognitive diffusion. So if you think everything is awful or the worst is going to happen, you could say something like, oh, thank you mind for that thought. Thanks for trying to keep me safe. I'm also interested in being happy. So I'm going to scan for some other information too, right? You can observe your thoughts without judgment. You don't have to believe them or buy them. Okay, and the next, challenge your thoughts. So once you notice the filtering, you can start seeing yourself just noticing the negative. You can question the validity of your thoughts and you can ask yourself, oh, am I focusing on one negative aspect while ignoring positive aspects? Or is there evidence to support this filtered thought? Or, hmm, I wonder if there's evidence to challenge this thought. Like what other information is there? Oh, maybe my husband does take out the trash nine out of 10 days, or maybe my husband's really helpful in all these other things that he does, right? We can challenge this negativity bias by looking for alternative stories here. Because we have a built-in bias to focus on negativity, this is one of the reasons why gratitude practice can be so powerful. If you're consistently fear-based or negative, try gratitude journaling each night. When you ask your brain the question, what is there to be grateful for? It starts searching. And what you look for, you will find. What you pay attention to, you get more of. That's how your brain works. That's how neuroplasticity works. Trouble does abound everywhere, but goodness abounds everywhere too. So which one will you choose to focus your attention on? In the long run, you can train your brain to redirect its attention toward a more helpful approach. It's not like our goal is to just be happy all the time or toxic positivity, like everything's fine. Instead, our goal is to see the world more clearly, to honestly address problems, and to remember that goodness and love and safety also abound. By working with a therapist, challenging your own thoughts and the bias from the media, and using gratitude practice, you really can learn how to create an internal sense of safety and stop seeing danger everywhere. This is one way that we break the anxiety cycle. And for those of you on YouTube, this is day 19 of my online course, Break the Anxiety Cycle in 30 Days. You can watch the main videos here or access the full course with the workbook Q&As and more videos at the link in the description. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found something you can add to your daily routine that makes your life a little bit better. If you want to learn more about topics like how to process tough emotions, how to change your brain, how to build better relationships, or support someone you know with a mental illness, then check out my classes at therapyinanutshell.com. And if you feel like these podcasts have been a benefit to you, please leave a rating so others can more easily find this content. Thank you so much and have a great day.